0: helping realtors on Vancouver Island stay connected, current, and on the cutting edge. This is the Vancouver Island Real Estate Show. Here's your host, Braden Wheatcroft. This
1: is the Vancouver Island Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Braden Wheatcroft, and today we have an awesome interview with you. One of my very good friends and colleagues with Richard Robbins, uh, her name is Stephanie Ardell. She is a digital marketing expert and a self-proclaimed real estate nerd. And I have to tell you, with uh, the way digital marketing is going these days, there are so many great opportunities for you to get in front of your target audience. And, And Stephanie is someone that I turn to on a consistent basis, looking for best practices, tips and tricks as well as philosophy on how to get your message out there in front of your clients. So, uh, before I introduce, uh, Stephanie, I just wanted to say a few words about, uh, you know, where she's come from and and why she's here today. So she originally started as a realtor in 2010. And since then, she's had a lot of different uh, roles and and experiences in the industry. She's worked as an administrative um, person on a real estate team. She's actually now recently in business coaching with Richard Robbins International. She's actually written articles for Inman and Realtor Magazine. So she's done a lot of great things and and has a lot of uh, interesting experiences she's going to share with us today. But as I said, we're going to focus on Facebook marketing. So with all that being said, please join me in welcoming Stephanie Arnold. Stephanie. Thank you for being Hi. here.
0: Hi, I'm excited to be here. Uh, we talk back and forth all the time, so it's cool that I'm finally coming on your show.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, it's really exciting and And you know a lot of the advice that you've given me over the years has actually helped shape the direction of the show, so so thank you for that. Now, you've had a lot of different experiences in in eight years, yeah. You've you've had your own real estate business. You've you know you've seen the administrative side. You've worked in digital marketing, and I, as I was saying uh, just a few seconds ago, you've actually recently become a coach. I am curious when you think back of uh, all of your experience that you've had over the past eight years, you know what has been the through line for you as far as um, you know what you enjoy most about it and why you do it.
0: Uh, well, the obvious answer is real estate has been the thing that's been the same. <laughs> and um, you. And me. Yes. Those two things. Um, I think for me, the constant has always been helping realtors grow their business. Even when I was selling real estate myself, um, I realized really early on that helping other agents grow was a huge uh, passion of mine, which is why I started writing for Inman and I uh, was featured in realtor magazine. I would just find all these tips and tricks and things that were working well for me. And I wanted to share them so much. Uh, And once I started doing that I realized like this is actually what I want to be doing I want to help agents and I cared about that more than I cared about growing my business So I think uh, all of my experiences have really led me to where I am now And like you said I started coaching at the beginning of this year and certainly everything has made me a better coach I think uh, having sold real estate myself, obviously I understand the nuances of selling real estate um, and every role I mean I was an administrator, so i have uh, I understand that part of it too, um which I think is is rare to have all of that experience um yeah, so that's it i guess helping helping people help people is my is my main passion.
1: Uh, absolutely, and you're like the real estate Swiss Army knife. You've you've kind of you've done it all. You've tasted and tried different things. And and um, now one of the things that when I first met you, actually, I I knew you from your writing experience. And recently, you wrote what I believe you said was one of your favorite articles you ever wrote, where you actually got to merge your passion for real estate with what Star Wars. Star Wars, right?
0: Oh, that was my favorite. So, thing. Yeah.
1: Can you just tell tell us a little bit about the, the article you wrote, um, which organization that was a Richard Robbins blog. Was it not?
0: Yeah. 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 Um, so, so
1: tell us about that.
0: It, it was seven sales. I think it was seven sales tips that I learned from star Wars and it came out on May 4th this year. Um, uh, there are a few different things I was trying to think of like a specific one aside from like do or do not, there is no try. That's very <laughs> obvious. Um, but the also, I also use Princess Leia as an example of like being somebody who's a warrior, but also being somebody who's really pretty. So, um, uh, I think she's a good female role model. There was a couple other sales tips in there, but uh, that was a really fun one to write.
1: No, it was, and it was fun to read. For sure. Um, now, you have a lot of different uh, expertise when it comes to marketing. I mean, you've, you've taught me about Google advertising and retargeting and all of that stuff. But you've definitely uh, carved out a reputation for your uh, your knowledge on Facebook marketing. And that's really what we're here to focus on uh, today. I, I'm curious, you know, there there's there's some. General uh, ideas around how Facebook marketing should be done. Uh, and then there's also your take on it. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about sort of the Facebook marketing as we know it and, and, and how maybe your point of view might be a little bit different?
0: Sure. Um, I mean, I always say the biggest problem with social media marketing is that you treat it like social media marketing and and it's boring right like nobody wants to be marketed to nobody wants to be sold and it's called social media but we often forget about this social aspect of it Um, where i think so many people fail is in just not delivering value not giving people content that they actually care about like people don't like your posts because they don't like your posts so I think I think we just need to change our mindset in general as like we're not like selling listings, selling, 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 just giving people information and providing right. insight. And if we can switch our mindset over to that, we'll see a huge increase in our engagement on Facebook.
1: It's I remember the very first course I ever took on social media training. The trainer said, what's the first word in social media? And it was like <laughs> the, a silence fell over the room. And she's like, yeah. Social. Okay. Um, you know, you talked about like people not getting likes and, and whatnot on their posts. So are, are you saying that the type of content that people are sharing just is is not what the people seeing it want to really engage with? And that's why they're not getting likes or shares or comments on it?
0: actually like it's a it's a crowded market now. Everybody's trying to do it and we all try to do the exact same thing. So now you're competing with a whole bunch of other agents who are posting the same kind of stuff you're posting and what you're doing isn't really particularly different. So why would they view your content versus any of the other 50 Realtors that they see? Uh, so I think people just need to find something that is unique and different and having, having an opinion, um, posting something that is not likely to be seen anywhere else because um, there's a lot of competition out there too.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's definitely crowded. Um, when when you talk about best practices in a few moments, I know you're going to share uh, something I'm really excited about—a free strategy that we know is is effective. But before we talk about best practices, can you maybe share some of the common, you know, mistakes or or pitfalls um, that agents experience with their their Facebook marketing?
0: Sure. Uh, my my biggest pet peeve with Facebook would be. Agents sharing news or sharing, uh, they'll share like Remax as a blog, for instance. So I see a lot of agents sharing the Remax blog, which is meant for sharing, but they don't give any context to it. So the blog might be uh, five questions to ask your real estate agent or when you're thinking about hiring them but they just post a link to the article. So your following needs to know why that's something that they should care about. Like, Why is it that they should view this on your page versus another agent's page? So you need to give them some context. If you're sharing an article or even sharing your own article, if it's your own blog, you have to give some information about it. So this is why it's important to you. Basically everything you post on social media should say, this is why it's important to you. Um, as opposed to just saying, here's this thing, it's yeah, so, a so giving, adding- giving
1: some context to it, adding, yeah, adding value that, that makes a lot of sense. Is there anything else that you, you see that drives you, you know, crazy as a social media, digital marketing expert?
0: Uh, I think also just posting just listings and just, you know, just posting listings on your social media. Yes, people care about your listings and I, and I'm not saying to stop it altogether, but if you look at the insights and what people are reacting to on your page, they love the personal stuff. Like they love when you post a selfie of you and your client by the front door. Um, you know, they love the stuff that you and your, you know, went at the dog park in the area you work in. Those are the kind of things that really get a lot of reaction. Um, and yet so many agents are just posting listing photos and I think they're missing out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean that's pretty much my entire social media strategy is just dog and cat photos, right? Yeah. That's that's all people want to see.
0: That's what, want.
1: That's what they want. Give people what they want. Yeah, absolutely. And and so when when you start thinking about you know um, coming up with a strategy or a mindset that you know is going to work on Facebook, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the the paid side of it. But you know you you did suggest to me in our pre interview about one great strategy you see working for your clients where they can actually take advantage of uh, their personal page. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think this is especially valuable since Facebook changed their algorithm and I'm sure you've noticed a lot of people who are connected to your business page aren't seeing your posts anymore. So that gives us opportunities in other places like your personal page. Now, I do think that on your personal page, you don't want to be posting listings and being really salesy cause those are your friends and you don't want to bombard them. Um, but one of my favorite tips is to create a Facebook friends list. Um, Now you can. It was something Facebook was really uh, pushing a few years back, and it's almost kind of hidden in the platform now. But. You can find it, maybe just Google how to find your Facebook friends list, but you can create a list of people. So it might be all of your clients or your past clients, your whole database as a friends list. Mm-hmm. And then what you can do is you can click on to that and you can view a mini news feed of just those people. Um, so this is great. If you want to just, if you only have 10 minutes on Facebook and you just want to use social media to be social, to like and comment and share your client's posts to see what's going on in their lives. um, That's a great way to do that. Another tip for the friends list is if you want to post things and only have your clients see it, you can post and you can change your privacy settings so that you only include the people in that list. So if you were say to post something real estate related, you didn't want all your friends to see it, just the people on your list, you could do Mm -hmm. this. Uh, On the flip side of that, you can also exclude these people. So if you're going to a raging party, you don't want your clients to know about it for some reason, you might want to exclude those people from the list.
1: Exclude grandma. Like it's a list of one person.
0: Yes. I'm sorry,
1: Edith. This is not for your eyes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's really cool. And people don't know that they're being excluded. uh, So you can do it safely. But friends list is one of my favorite ways to use a personal page.
1: Interesting. So when, if you, um, you're you working with a, a coaching client and you're looking at digital marketing and, and, you know, maybe they have a business page or they don't yet. would you actually, in part of your strategy, um, look to incorporating some personal and business page uh, into their program or would you focus yeah. just on building? So how would that work? Um,
0: so I say the a business page is for broadcasting and a personal page is for relationship building. Um, so I say half of your strategy, if not more than that, should be commenting and liking and using Facebook to message people, use it as a communication tool, uh, not so much a chance for you to broadcast. Um, but I do, I think it's huge. Like you're, they're going to see so much more on your personal page than they would on your business page. And I'm a huge advocate for adding your clients to your personal account, I really just think, you know, you're seeing people in really intimate moments of their lives as a real estate agent. They're buying a house with you or selling a house with you. They might be going through a divorce or having a baby or big life moments and they want to see what you're up to personally and they love that kind of stuff. So it's a great way to build those relationships. So I think add your clients as personal friends on Facebook.
1: Fantastic. And and as far as the, the business side of it goes, now we, there's a couple different strategies that you're going to talk about um, today. I mean, what, what's your sense of, of how we can, other than, I mean, the, everyone posts listings, but like, how can we be more effective with our Facebook business page?
0: Uh, the big thing is video. Um, like we're doing right now. (laughs) Um, video is so big right now on Facebook and it's really, really prioritizing that. So if you are feeling like you're having a hard time getting in front of people with just posting a photo or a link video will be your chance to get seen on people's feeds and it doesn't have to be anything really crazy. Like, you know, you don't have to have these edited, crazy edited videos. If you've got 20 minutes while you're waiting for someone to arrive at a showing, you do a quick video, let people know what's going on in the neighborhood. You can go live. Um, It doesn't have to be as complicated as people think that it is. Just get out there and do it.
1: Mm -hmm. And I know that um, you mentioned that Facebook changed its algorithm. You roughly how long ago was that?
0: Um, I think it was in February.
1: February-ish. So um, are you noticing that with video like without boosting it, you're still getting is it better engagement with video? and, and I think live is still they still push and promote live yeah. video pretty hard on organic posts?:
0: Even videos, probably engagement's gone down overall since the algorithm changed, but it's still your best bet.
1: Right. Okay. Now we know one of the, the key advantages when we talk about the debate over personal pages versus business pages is is the ads manager. Uh, my understanding, at least, is on personal pages you you can't run ads. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with business pages and running ads, um, there's a couple go-to strategies that that you love talking about. Uh, one of which is actually marketing to our own database, which I found a really interesting because I mean, when I think about uh, you know the power of the internet, it's all about reaching people that I haven't met yet, and it and it gives me you know this ability to get my message in front of people who might be uh, you know perfect strangers to me because of the way that I am able to advertise on on Facebook. But you have a strategy that you like to market to people you already know. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. Um, obviously, Facebook's a way to get in front of people you don't know, too. Um, but because the conversion rate for online leads is so low, I mean, you hear different things, but the industry standard, something like two percent, meaning if you get if you call 100 people that you've gotten as leads online, two of them will work with you. So it's really, really low, um, whereas I know a lot of uh, members at RRI who are getting a 20% return on their database. So if they have 100 people in their database, 20 people um, either in their database or from referrals from their database will be buying or selling with them that year. And I look at that as a stat and think, like to me, if you're not already leveraging your database as much as possible, you should do that before you start going on to people you don't know. It's just percentage wise, you're more likely to get business from them. And if you think about it, it makes sense. These are people who you already know, they already like you, they already trust you. So you don't have to go through the trouble of building that trust, which takes time. Like you've already done that. So let's leverage it as much as we can. Um, so I say we should do some more advertising to our database so you can take your database uh, your customer file Upload that into Facebook and then basically ensure that those people are seeing your content is uh, which is especially important now that you know a lot of people who are liking your page don't get to see what you're posting
1: Wow! So you can actually take a list from your database so if you have a CRM top producer or exact contact or something take the CSV file Load it into the ads manager and then run ads specifically against that list.
0: Yeah. And when I say ads, I think a lot of people will assume that I'm bombarding them with stuff. Like I'm not. <laughs> (laughs) I'm not saying work with me work with me work with me right Mm -hmm. i'm i'm giving them something of value like i'm just i'm putting myself out there and giving them information so something that works great for this is a video again if you're if they're scrolling 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 you're a face they know they're likely to stop and see what you have to say um Mm -hmm. so much more likely than a group of people who don't know you um so you can go and give them a market update um, you know, talk to them about what the real estate market's doing right now. Um, you could talk about a particular topic in real estate. I think video works really, really well for that. So whenever possible, use video. But it's just a chance for you to give something away. Like you're not really asking for anything. You're more just staying top of mind with these people.
1: Absolutely. And, and this is really exciting, Stephanie. We just had our very first live comment. Emma Dixon Will says, hello. Hi, hello. Emma. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that so if you could um run ads that are are getting in front of obviously we're as you say we're not we're not trying to face stock people, we're trying to add value. And so um video content, um other are there other examples of marketing copy or content ideas you really like running against your database?
0: Um mm, you could use it for events that you're running as well, too. I right. mean, I know a lot of people who are um, hosting client events, your biggest fear is that no one's going to show up, right? Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I learned that lesson the hard way with a skating yeah. event.
0: You got to be really, uh, even if people have already said that they're coming to the event, you still have to be on it. Like you still have to be reminding them and getting them pumped up about it, um, um, right? Because people might say they're coming a month before, and then something comes up and they and they don't show up. So um, you could definitely use it for advertising events. Um, or even like if you've written a blog post or, uh, even photos, the great thing about advertising to your database is it's usually a pretty small list. Um, you, I mean, almost always under a thousand people. So the cost of that on Facebook is pretty minimal. Like you can get away with this for you know, less than five bucks a day. Um, probably way less than that. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, yeah. that's fascinating. And, and, you know, one of the, uh, things we love about, the the Facebook marketing is is all the metrics that we can get from them, um, you know I, I I'm curious like when you're marketing to your database and you're trying to measure ROI of, of your ad spends traditional media online media um, have you received feedback from your you know your clients customers their buyers and sellers that like hey we're seeing your stuff on on Facebook because I imagine you're also mailing them stuff you're probably emailing and touching basically like, how do you parse out the effectiveness of running ads against your database?
0: Uh, It's tough because I mean, I often see, we've got like a business track that we use with RRI and a lot of people will have a line item in there that just says online leads. Um, but you're making the assumption there that that's something that's really easy to track uh, Whereas it's actually not that easy to track you know, most people aren't gonna call you up and say I'm calling you because I saw your ad on Facebook um, okay. Of course, I mean that'll happen a few times if you're doing online lead generating It'll be much easier to track that kind of thing But if you're trying to measure how effective your ads are for your database I mean this is why I think it's really important to be tracking your business at the beginning of the year say Uh, this is where my business is coming from. I did two deals from my, from repeat and referral. I did three deals from open houses until you know where your business is coming from. It's really difficult to say, to see whether or not that's working. Um, I mean, you have to know how many deals you're doing from your database before you can tell. So a lot of people will give up a social media strategy too early because they didn't, see necessarily that it worked, whereas in reality they might be getting a lot more referrals, but they just weren't tracking it. so it's hard to know.
1: It's hard to manage what you don't measure for sure for so sure. what I've
0: seen what I've seen increases the most for people when they start a social media strategy is a repeat and referral business mm-hmm. because you're in front of your database so much more now when they're thinking about buying or selling real estate or somebody they know is thinking about it, they're much more likely to refer you. Um, the other thing I see increase for people is that they're able to better convert on listing appointments if they're going up against somebody else. who is that says, a segue, Steffi? <laughs> i, I, you,
1: I I'm, according to my like my list here. I'm supposed to ask you a question about Facebook ads on listings. Sorry, can you can you go <laughs> okay. ahead?
0: This is perfect then.
1: Perfect timing.
0: <laughs> it's almost like you sent me the questions beforehand.
1: It's it's a lot like that.
0: You're so prepared.
1: So you were saying listings uh listings on Facebook.
0: So when you um when you are going up against somebody in a listing appointment odds are the person you're going up against probably isn't doing the kind of in-depth stuff that you might be doing um if you've started like a a listing advertising system, something like that. So if you're going up against someone and you have this unique marketing system, you're much more likely now to win in a listing presentation. Um, but again, if you're not tracking your business and you don't know how how often you convert on a listing presentation, it's really hard to see the effectiveness of your social media.
1: Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So it, it's you're actually using the fact that you market listings on Facebook as a means to garner more listings. Like in a listing presentation that carries weight with a, a consumer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Interesting, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now, um, I know about a year or so ago, you started a, a another listing marketing strategy where you were actually marketing homes, um, I, did you call them pre-listings? Was that the terminology that you used?
0: Yeah, we used a couple of different terms. I sometimes I refer to them as the super secret listing.
1: <laughs> okay, that is, way more cool than pre-listing. So super secret listing. Um, What is that?
0: Sure, so this is a strategy that I I developed when Vancouver market was, it's still pretty hot compared to the rest of the country, it's slowing down a bit, but it was really, really crazy here a couple years ago. And uh, I do some work on Keith Roy's team, uh, who's also my life partner. (laughs) <laughs> um, and so Keith's team, they were having some uh, problems. Their, their listings were selling so fast that they weren't able to convert on sign calls anymore uh, or open houses. Um, I mean, good problem to have that they're selling homes quickly, but that was a revenue stream that they were losing out on. So what we, we wanted to find a way to market the properties for longer so that we could pick up more leads from them. And th- since things were selling so quickly, there was a huge benefit to us having these super secret listings um, because people wanted to jump on things as soon as possible because they knew they'd sell. So basically what we did was at the time of signing the listing, uh, they also signed an exclusive, which gave them exclusive listing rights to market the property before it actually went up on the MLS. So for about two weeks and during these two weeks, this is when the seller is getting their property ready to be listed. They're doing photos. They're going staging done, all those sorts of things. For those two weeks, we'd be running a Facebook ad campaign. Um, Right now, we're using Facebook lead ads for this. So people would give their information. uh, We would give them a call uh, and an email. And then we can schedule showings with them um, before it actually gets listed. So the great thing for the seller on this is that they can have their property marketed before they've even done any of the work. Like theoretically, as soon as the listing signed, that day we can have an ad up targeted to people who are most likely to buy that home.
1: That, that's fantastic. So I my notes here said from what you uh, were just telling us is that when things get very, very busy, use the super secret listing strategy. Is that, yeah. that's the official? Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, so when things get really busy, it works really well um, to get more, more leads. Like, the, And it, we've definitely before, um, before the properties even been listed, we've sold properties this way and now i would say it doesn't it's not to say that it doesn't work in a really hot seller's market it still works because the sellers really like this yeah um they love the fact that their property is going to get marketed right away they love the fact that um that they can bring in what we'll often do is we'll bring in uh, people to do showings at the time the photos are getting done so this so the house is getting clean for photos anyways they're already kind of inconvenienced to have this uh, have this done. And now we're already bringing people in. Like it looks so good on your behalf. Um, and the seller just loves it because it's a great uh, a great feature to help get their home in front of more people. So even in a more balanced or buyer's market, it still works really well.
1: Yeah, I can see that being a huge advantage. You know, maybe having not having to have the open house and strangers traipsing through your home and the staging and, and all of that stuff. Um, Oh, this, I think this is a first time ever on the Vancouver Island real estate show. A relative of the guest has chimed in. Um, <laughs> d- does the name Karsten Arnold uh, ring any
0: bells? That is my father.
1: It's your father. And, and uh, before we answer this question, I think we need to be clear. What is your father's profession?
0: Is he a <laughs> He's photographer? A photographer.
1: He's a photographer. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, are there any metrics on marketing your listings via Facebook using typical realtor taken photos compared to professional photography? I think that's a great question. I'm not sure about the metrics. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Um, I can do. Ju- I can tell you that I see it in the ads that I run. I don't think I have a a metric to show to show you necessarily, but definitely, photo like great high quality photos, especially multiple photos on an yeah. ad like. Will do really well. And Facebook even prioritizes that. And they tell you as much um, when you're in Ads Manager, you have a couple of different options for what kind of media you'll advertise. And one of the options is a Facebook carousel ad with multiple photos. And it even says in brackets that that's recommended. Um, and they their specs for photos, they they, they request that you use something with a, high, a really high resolution. So they're definitely prioritizing great images on Facebook. So yeah. professional photography, for sure. Thanks, Dad.
1: Thanks, Dad. So your dad just tried to stump you on Facebook Live on the internet in front of potentially everyone. Um, it's Father's Day coming up. So just, just remember that.
0: He, so my dad actually does real estate photography, too. He's... Uh, <laughs> He's teaching a, he's teaching a course at the Vancouver real estate Board I'm oh
1: my he's totally hijacked my show oh my goodness all right well, no, I, I, uh, I think that's great I mean I, I got licensed in late 2009 and I remember at that point in time, Um, professional uh, photographs were actually a point of differentiation between some realtors like a lot of the MLS photos were not professional photos they were you know people taking photos with their digital camera so it's pretty amazing to see in in a short amount of time how much we've advanced I mean now if you're not bringing a drone to the table it's questionable
0: a lot of that's price point in Vancouver yeah. and, in, and I'm in Victoria too. I, in the last few years, it's just, things have gone up so much. And I wouldn't say that it's been eliminated. There's definitely some bad photos out there still.
1: Absolutely. I think there's a website actually totally dedicated to bad realtor photos. Okay. It's it's the best. So we so just to, to clarify, we've we've covered three different um, strategies or, or tactics. One is actually one that you can use right now with a personal page. You don't even need a business page um, where you're creating a list. Is that the terminology? A saved list of you know past clients or friends? A
0: friends list.
1: You, you could even make a list of realtors so that you could exclude them from seeing your promotional stuff.
0: Totally. I mean, for me, because I work with realtors, I have a realtors group, a, a, a realtors list. So if I'm, I'm often posting stuff about real estate, like from the point of view as a, of a coach and a trainer, um, mm-hmm. I will post things. But I know that you know the people that I'm friends with that aren't real estate agents, which is a very small percentage of people, uh, yeah. probably don't want me to do too. that.
1: So that's strategy one. The second strategy was talking about actually adding your database from your CRM into Facebook and running tasteful value uh, leading ads against them. And even ads f- feels wrong when you're talking about your past clients. But I think the idea is you're running targeted um, content against yeah. that list uh, with the purpose of adding value. And then the second strategy we just talked about is, is using listing uh, Facebook marketing for your listings as a way to... Uh, hopefully close more listings when you're sitting down with people and they're interviewing other agents. Yeah. Um with a cherry on top of the exclusive listing uh super secret listing strategy. Yeah. Have you bought that domain yet?
0: Oh we sh- we totally should. I feel One. like super secret dot com is not available, but mm. I'll try it.
1: Fair enough. Um we
0: also Stephanie Arnold dot com is not available either. It is owned by somebody in Germany and I've been trying to buy it for years. So oh, man.
1: <laughs> that's, that's too bad. Uh, we do have another question here from Oliver Katz from our Victoria office, actually our souk office, I should say, Oliver. Thanks. He asks about what about video versus stills, which is better for boosted ads? What, what's your sense of that? Uh,
0: it depends on what kind of ad that you are running, I would say. Um, so first of all, I would say that I, I'm never a fan of boosted posts in general when you create a boosted post, all it's doing is creating an ad that's optimized for reach. So what Facebook wants to do, actually I think now it's engagement, but basically they want to get as many eyes on your post as possible. It's not optimized for video views or link clicks. So what if you're trying to get more people to view your listing, you should create an ad that is for traffic. If you're trying to get more video views, you should create an ad that is for video views. So I know that the boost post button is really easy, um, but it's not gonna get the most amount of people that you want to engage with your content to engage with it. So I would always say like go into ads manager instead, create an ad versus boosting a post. Um, now for, go, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. I was okay.
1: just gonna say, oh, just gonna, oh, we did it. All right, do you wanna go?
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, video is is better for almost everything, except um, if you're advertising listings, like we said before, lots of high quality photos works best. Um, And also for lead ads, for whatever reason, I find single images really work well for lead ads. That's been my experience um, with the clients that I've worked with. Uh, and usually I use an image that I will create in Canva. So if you're doing something like a home evaluation ad, I would create like an image that talks about that versus a video. I've just seen better conversion on that, but you could use a video too.
1: Awesome. So th- so there's a, there's a place it sounds like for all of them, uh, but your your recommendation of course, is to not hit the big blue boost button, but it's actually go into the ads manager and set that up. Um, yeah. So speaking of going into the ads manager and setting that up, see what I did there? That's a transition. Uh, You're, you're coming to Victoria, uh, not this Friday, but next Friday, June 15th. And you're actually going to help people walk people through uh, the strategies we've covered and a few other things. I'm sure. Can you tell us about that event?
0: Yeah. So I'm really excited about this. Um, I think like what we're talking about right now is pretty high level. It's just, an overview of some of the stuff you can do. Um, Whereas what we're going to talk about on the 15th is walking you through it and actually doing it. So by the end of this, um, there'll be a a three hour training. You'll actually have um, two different ads created that you can run right away. Um, so instead of just telling you what you can do, we're actually going to do it, which is really exciting. People are going to bring their computers. Um, What we're going to do is do a database ad. So I'll show you how to export your contacts, how you put those into Facebook, and then we'll talk about um, what kind of things that you could advertise. And then the second thing, we're gonna create a listing ad. So we'll advertise a listing. If you don't have a listing that you wanna advertise, you don't have uh, something ready, We'll ju- I'll just show you and walk you through it so that when you do uh, have a listing to advertise, you'll be able to do it.
1: That's fantastic. And uh, yeah. you're also f- uh, always uh, happy to share extra little tips and tricks and little hacks here and there, so I'm sure you'll have, some of those to share and yeah. just curious what is the price for this wonderful course
0: it's free
1: can you see that on your screen what i just put can you see it
0: there
1: $3.99 $3.99 ladies and gentlemen it's my favorite price so um if if you're interested in attending it last i checked uh, we had 10 spots left so we've had over 40 people sign up for the course which is really exciting
0: uh um, yeah. i think it'll uh it'll probably sell out really fast
1: it's gonna sell really fast. You're, we're gonna make so much on it. It's crazy. Free ninety nine.
0: Uh, but I'll do a quick plug too while we're talking Please. about that. So if you aren't able to make it, I have a bonus for anybody who's watching because there's a couple of things we talked about. Um, so I have a few things that'll make it easier for you. So one of the things that I want that I've created is a seller script um, for the pre listing and the listing ads. So one of the things we talked about was how um, creating those listing ads is something that sellers really love. So I have a script um, of something that you can work on so that um, you'll be able to better convert in listing presentations. I also have a walkthrough of how to set up that database. So again, if you're not able to make it to the Victoria event, I've got a, it's like a 45 minute video, every step that you need in order to advertise to your database. So if you email me, Stephanie at StephArnold.com, I'll send it to you.
1: And I'm Call just the- going to write that on the screen. So that's Stephanie at Steph Arnold.
0: Yep.
1: And that's because, because someone in Germany is are- <laughs> Dot <arnold. laughs> com or dot Dot com. Dot com. It's on the screen. Would you look at that? That's fantastic. Yeah. So next Friday, you're coming over from Vancouver to grace us with your presence, educate us, uh, raise the bar for our Facebook marketing. And mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be Friday, June 15th. And that is uh, nine to noon at the Victoria Real Estate Board. but uh, you do have to register. So uh, I will, when we rebroadcast this episode, make sure that the link for the event is is in there. So uh, with that being said, Stephanie, anything else you want to say before we uh, sign off for the day?
0: Um, real quick, I've got a course coming out too. Um, the, my course is coming out on uh, Monday the 11th. So all things Facebook for real estate, everything you ever wanted to know. So the course is broken down into uh, three modules. The first being everything you can do on Facebook for free, everything you can do on Facebook that costs you money, like all the Facebook ads. Um, and we'll run through different types of ads, the database ads, uh, listings, a couple of different lead generating ads, um, retargeting. And then in the third module, we're gonna put it all together and create a custom marketing plan. So how to use all that information to come up with a plan that makes marketing much easier for you. Um, But at the heart of it, it's all about using Facebook to help you sell more homes. So I didn't want something that was just a bunch of fluff focused on getting more page likes and more comments. Like, I really want you to be able to use Facebook to grow your business, and that's what the course is all about. Um, So if you want more information, you can email me at that um, address, or you can check out uh, stepharnold.com slash FB4RE, Facebook for Real Estate.
1: Fantastic. And, and I know, um, watching you through the journey of creating this course, it was, there was a lot of work that went into it. Like it, I I think you said to me the last time I saw you that it was much, much harder than you expected, but, uh, you're really pleased with the results.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I really wanted to put everything that I've done for my clients and everything that I've learned all into one training program. Um, there's only so much time I have as a human and I just felt like this leveraged it. So I was able to help the most amount of people Um, by creating this and putting it all um, into a training program
1: that's fantastic and and so you know with our target audience being Vancouver Island Realtors I definitely recommend you checking this out because you know not only is is Stephanie looking at Facebook marketing from a real estate perspective she's also a west coaster so uh, she understands our market she understands how we operate the language we use she even knows a little bit about island time is that right You, you you know island time right
0: Spend some time on the island, yeah.
1: How did I not brand this show Island Time? I need to rethink my decisions here, but, anyways, regardless,
0: like you always start late, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I show up Tuesday,
1: I show up Wednesday with
0: with like a Hawaiian shirt
1: on, okay. I, I, (laughs) all right, that's it. Thank you so much for being here, Steph. Have a great day.
0: Thanks, you too. Bye, everyone.
1: All right, there you go. Stephanie Arnold, one of my uh, close friends and uh, proud to say a colleague with Richard Robbins. Uh, She's a fantastic coach. She brings so much energy to the table. And, uh, you know, she's she's a real estate super nerd. And, and I love her for it. So um, make sure if you have uh, the opportunity to check out her free training course that's happening in Victoria next Friday. As I say, there's only a few spaces left. Um, if you're interested in learning more about her online course, we'll, I'll make sure that I share all of that uh, when we rebroadcast the episode. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in to the Vancouver Island Real Estate Show, and I'm looking forward to talking to you guys soon. Bye for now.